I'd like to share with you a fascinating story that occurred in the time of the Vilna Gaon. A couple got married, and immediately after the wedding, the husband vanished into thin air. He was never heard from again. And obviously, the communication 250 years ago is not what it is today, so it was a hopeless situation. Since the Besden had no way of knowing whether her husband was in fact still alive, the wife became an Aguna. It was a tremendous tragedy. She was unable to remarry because, halachically, she was still married to her fugitive husband. Days turned into months and months turned into years and she remained an Aguna and there was nothing anyone can do for her. And Shirachman and Aslan remained alone. Now it was 30 years after her wedding and one day a man comes to town and walks up to this woman's house, knocks on the door and she opens the door and he says, I'm home. And she says, and who are you? And he says, you don't recognize me? I'm your husband. And she says, no, I don't recognize you. He starts telling her intimate details of when they were living together, information that only the husband could conceivably have known. And she still couldn't make the connection. So she called some of her neighbors to try to identify him, but they all said that he doesn't look familiar. It's true that people can change a lot in 30 years, but it seemed odd that no one recognized this man. And this was obviously a very serious matter, because it involved an Asia's ish. So they decided to go to the Rav of the town. They arrived at the Rav's house, and she asked the Rav, Can I believe this man who claims to be my husband? And the Rav asks her, Did you ask him questions about those weeks when you were living together as a married couple? She tells the Rav, The man told me things that only my husband could conceivably know. He told me all about our engagement period and the wedding and beyond. The man provided seemingly undeniable proof that he is the husband, but this woman and the neighbors don't recognize him. So the Rav had a big dilemma on his hands and he didn't know how to rule. So he went to consult with the Gadol Hadar, the Vilna Gaon, regarding whether or not this man could be believed. As soon as the Vilna Gaon hears their Shaila, he immediately tells the Rav, I have a solution for you. Tomorrow morning, tell him to meet you in front of your house and then take the man into the shul where he davened before he skipped town. And then ask him to identify his makam kavua, his assigned seat where he used to daven. The next day, the Rav took the man into the shul and he asked him, can you show me your designated seat? The man was unable to identify his makam kavua. He was then exposed as an imposter, a con artist, and a fraud. After further investigation, they found out the rest of the story. This person wanted to deceive and mislead this poor woman, so he tracked down the real husband, and he asked them for the details about the time they shared. And he took the time and effort to memorize many quote-unquote important details about their life, but since he was an unethical, immoral person, and he wasn't a Yerushimayim, he did not bother to find out about spiritual matters, the Varm Shepikadusha. So when the woman asked him questions about their life, he was able to identify the color of the suit he wore on their wedding day, the color of the flowers, the name of the band and the photographer, and all the insignificant details. However, a person who is not in tune with Torah and mitzvahs will not think about finding out about spiritual matters, the holy matters in the life of a Jew, where he davens, where he learns, which yeshiva does he send his children to? The Gaon exposed them as a liar and a cheat. Later, 
they went back to the home of the Vilnagon and they asked him, how did you come up with this idea? Was it Ruach HaKadosh? And the Gon said, this was not some miraculous revelation. I learned this lesson from Yosef and Yaakov Avinu. When Yosef wanted to give undeniable proof to his father Yaakov that he was indeed Yosef, the irrefutable piece of evidence he presented was not what color tie he was wearing the day he disappeared or what breakfast cereal he ate that morning, but rather Vayar Sargolos. Yaakov saw the wagons. Yosef was hinting to him what sugya they were studying together before they parted ways. Yosef said, on the day I left 22 years ago, we were up to daf number so-and-so. This is how a true Yid identifies himself. Says the Gon, the important things in our lives is not what model car we drive or how many chandeliers or moldings we have in our house or what size porch we have on our summer home. The important things in our lives is which bismedish we daven in, how much we learn, which mesechte we are currently immersed in, which rav or which derech and avodas Hashem do we identify with, which tilim group or which tfilas chana group are you part of. That was essentially the question the Vilna Gaon asked. Where is your makam kavua? Where is your mind permanently positioned? There was a story that I just heard recently about a man that I knew quite well. And he underwent serious brain surgery. And when he regained consciousness, the doctors wanted to test his cognitive abilities. So they asked him, where are you? And he said, I'm up to Mesechtis Nazir, Daf Lamad Gimel. This was a man that was connected to the important matters of life. The essence of a person are the things that he identifies with, the items that are most essential to him, the things that get him excited, the things that he's passionate about. And it should not be the temporal and materialistic matters in our life, but rather the spiritual matters, the things that are connected to Torah and mitzvot. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.